What I'm trying to tell you again, it still hurt. It is okay. You're a human. So give yourself these damn 20 seconds to cry like a baby and then get back up and back, get back on the horse. So your goal is to reduce the recovery time because that's the only thing you actually can control. You can't control what they say. You can't control what you feel, but you can control your recovery time to just reduce your recovery time. The Alpha Talks podcast crafts you and your business into an alpha, not for the faint-hearted. I am Sefer Hakim, serial entrepreneur and your success mentor, founder of the Alpha Movement, and people call me the Alpha. And that's for a reason, of course. With 20 plus years of experience and eight figures portfolio of businesses, myself and the show guests will be striking thunder of top-notch listening in business and mindset. No bull, just first-class value, not like others. So join us now to become your own version of an alpha. Welcome to episode two of the Alpha Talks podcast. As I mentioned in the last episode, this will be a series of episodes about entrepreneurship mastery. At the end, I want you to be to reach mastery level in entrepreneurship. By now, you knew why this is the greatest time to be an entrepreneur. And it's the greatest time in history. And you discovered and you decided to jump on this journey with me in the Alpha podcast. So now it's time for me to get you ready, to get you ready for this journey. It's a scary one, it's a long one, but it's a rewarding one. I know it's already taken a great courage to get this and to jump on this journey. You break away from the familiar, from the way almost everyone lives. And for you to walk away from the comfortable, the status quo, and the security blanket that you have, and to buy this ticket and jump on this ride. You might be anxious to jump on this ride when the car pulls in. But let me tell you, you will be ready. And I'm going to make sure that you are ready. As in the roller coaster ride, you see these red signs that tells you about the safety. Put your hands near you. Don't get out of the car before it stops. It's exactly the same in entrepreneurship. You need to grab and hold things to stabilize you through this journey and to carry on. And I'll give you this. And I'll tell you the warnings that you need to know and to expect before it happens. In this episode, I will give you these critical warnings because without these warnings, you can make some critical mistakes that can make your ride a little ugly. And sometimes it's fatal, but not for you, not the alpha, and not now in this podcast. So since you made the decision, I have to warn you what's coming ahead. This is a scary ride. And you're going to go through some twists and turns, ups and downs. And at some times, you will question yourself about the decision you made. And you will even doubt yourself. And sometimes even you will regret that you got this ticket to this ride. So let me tell you what's going to be ahead. Because it might prevent you from drifting or getting off this ride completely. And let's start by saying the number one mistake that entrepreneurs do, it is that you become super excited about your idea 
about your venture. And you go around and tell everybody around you about this idea. And then you expect that they will be excited for you. But the reality is, they're not really excited for you. And I will tell you why. I want you to be a bulletproof with all its meaning. You know what to expect. And I want you to say that the Alpha told me this. The Alpha told me this going to happen. So you are prepared. Because that one of the biggest problems that entrepreneurs face, they usually see these grand stories on magazines and covers of success, Forbes, and see these fantastic success stories. And when they hit a wall, they had a downfall experience. They think it's not normal. They start to doubt themselves. They start to think they're not good enough. And this can knock them out of the whole entrepreneurship journey. But you know, if they just knew it's part of the ride, this is what makes it thrilling. This is what makes it rewarding. It will happen anyways. There is no way out from it. So when it happens, they can easily say, that's exactly what the alpha said. And here it is. It's okay. It is fine. I can keep carrying on. And here, what is going to happen? When you decide to become an entrepreneur and you're stepping outside of the herd, you're stepping outside of the tribe that you're in. But you have to understand one thing, that 90% of people on this planet are employees. So when you say you're going to become an entrepreneur and you're leaving this herd or you're leaving this tribe, this what will happen. The herd, the tribe will turn on you. They don't like it when somebody leaves them. They don't like it when somebody leaves the pack. And here, what I'm asking you to do, I'm asking you to see this as a grand adventure, your grand adventure. Because you know what? This is how you're meant to live. You're not meant to live in a herd or a tribe. So there are four warnings, exactly four warnings that I will uh, point out for you. So when these things happen, you can again say, this is exactly what the Alpha told us that's going to happen. So you are prepared. You're expecting it. So let's cover these four warnings one by one. Warning number one, you will be attacked. The herd will turn on you. They don't like when someone escapes. So you will be attacked. And to give you an example or like a real life story, let's talk about a particular type of crab. And this particular type of crab has the agility to climb any crab trap that is set for them. But yet, every single day on earth, they catch millions of these crabs. And you know why? Because they share one human quality or trait. So let me tell you what do they do to catch these traps. They get a cage, a wire cage, and they put a bait at the bottom of the cage. And they lower it till the bottom of the ocean. So a crab comes along, see the bait, so it jumps into the cage to eat the bait. Another crab sees the other crab eating the bait, so the other crab jumps until the whole cage is full of crabs. And you know what? Even if the food is finished and other crabs are passing by and see this type of party, they wanted to join and they join. They jump into the cage as well. And now what happens? If one of the crabs have a great idea, an awesome one, an amazing one, and say there is no opportunity here, there is no food left, let me go elsewhere to find a new opportunity and start to climb the trap, the cage, the other crabs will knock it off. And if it persists, it will cut or break the claws. And if it persists even more, they will kill this crab. Any crab is trying to escape, 
it will be killed by other crabs. And by the force of the majority, all these crabs will be pulled off from the bottom of the ocean. Now, humans to tend to have the same approach, the same way. They follow the crowd. They do what others do. They follow the popular. They follow what is trendy. And if a human tries to escape or break out of the tribe or the trap, they might not try to cut your arm. They might not try to kill you. They have more strategic ways, more strategic tools, which is doubt, sarcasm, and it will cripple you emotionally. And in some cases, it will kill your dream completely. And that's the quality we share with these type of crabs. So here, what I want you to do, beware of the crabs. They're all around you. Some of them are around you in your office. Some of them are around you in your circle of friends. And some of them, you might be sleeping with them at night. So the question here is why these people do this. And a lot of those people, or a lot of these people, they actually love you. They care about you. So why do they want to kill your spirit? Why do they want to kill your dreams? And that's for two particular reasons. And it's very important to understand why they're doing it. So you can really understand the root cause. So you can love them back anyways. The first thing is, by you leaving, you make them look bad. It's not about you. It's not about your entrepreneurial dream. It's about them. You make them look bad. Because when you leave the herd, all of a sudden, it seems possible. They don't like it. It makes them look bad. They can always point at the cover of Forbes, success, entrepreneurs. On the Bill Gates, the Elon Musks, the Zuckerbergs, and they just say they're gifted, they're talented, they graduated Harvard, their parents were wealthy, their parents helped them. They can excuse themselves. But if somebody from their own circle, from their own family, breaks out of the trap, they have no excuse. They don't like it. Their ego kicks in. Even though they love you, it's easier for them to attack you and try to break you and kill your dreams than joining you. And their second reason, they're not as courageous as you. They don't have the confidence. They don't have the conviction that you have to step out of the herd. So it's easier for them to fight you. It's either easier for them to attack you rather than joining you. You can put it this way. They're scared and they're afraid. And here is what you do. Show empathy. Love them back anyways. Because you understand it isn't about you. It's about them. But don't allow, don't allow them to cripple your spirit or kill your dreams. And let me tell you something that can change your perception about people's opinion. There was an article in uh, Newsweek. And this article was saying that if you're a good citizen, even if you're a good citizen, you do good things, you're a good friend, you're a good brother, you're a good sister, and you're doing good things to the community, you have positive contribution. On average, you will have 10 people that really cry out of care in your funeral. Just 10 people. So imagine you're living, living like 70, 80 years, trying to please everyone, trying to make people like you. And at the end, 10 people will care to cry at your funeral. But that's not the end. It doesn't stop here. The number one determined, can you imagine that the number one determined 
of people going to your funeral or not is what? It's the weather. So if the weather is rainy, this number drops by 50%. So five people will care to cry at your funeral. So why do you care? So this is how I cured myself from the crabs. So every time I think about it, so anytime that I'm going to pick up the phone to call somebody or I'm going across to walk across a room or a corridor to make an introduction to somebody or even making a decision and thinking about people, how they will think about me, I would ask myself one thing. Will this person cry at my funeral? And if the answer is no, there is one finger that I show. Either this one or another one. Most people won't cry at your funeral. So if they don't cry, you should not care about what they think. So if people attack you, reject you, criticize you, embarrass you, yes, it hurts. It hurts. You're a human at the end of the day. It is okay to hurt. But there is one thing you can do. It is to reduce the recovery time. Because you know what? This will happen. You will be knocked down. It's a fact. You can't avoid it. But what matters is how long you stay down. How long you stay down. When somebody used to reject me or embarrass me back in the times, it used to take me like two weeks to recover. And then I got it down to two days. Then I got it down to two hours. Then I managed to get it down to between two minutes to 20 seconds. Depends on how the situation is epic. But I have what I am now. It's because I reduced the recovery time. Opinions of people doesn't matter that much. And I want you to be the same. What I'm trying to tell you again, it still hurts. It is okay. You're a human. So give yourself these damn 20 seconds to cry like a baby and then get back up and back, get back on the horse. So your goal is to reduce the recovery time because that's the only thing you actually can control. You can't control what they say. You can't control what you feel, but you can control your recovery time to just reduce your recovery time. And let me tell you something. In those moments when you get knocked down, those are the moments of success. That's where you separate from others. And remember that success doesn't separate you from everybody. It's your failures and whether you stay down and how long it took you to stand back up. That's a measure of success. Let's talk about warning number two. You will be unpopular. Majority of the people think that successful people are popular. It's exactly the opposite. When you leave the 90%, the 90% will turn on you. When you stop being like people, people stop liking you. And let me say this again. When you stop being like people, people stop liking you. Because simply you're unconsciously making them look bad. And they will start to avoid you. And let's say, for example, um, an example that can give you an explanation for this. Have you ever seen a democratic presidential election? The president usually wins with a 51%, which means that 49% of his own countrymen disappointed that he won. And, you, and that's the moment when I thought about this. And that's the moment I realized that I'm not that successful. 
let's say for example trump donald trump passes by in this room 50% of people in this room will not like donald trump but if safe walks in this room only one or two percent will not like safe and i'm sure about that but that's the difference 50 percent will not like trump one or two percent will not like safe trump is the president of the united states or was the president of the united states safe is not and that's the difference so realizing that i decided and i said that i will get more people not to like me by doing what i want what i believe pursue the vision that i have when you're trying to move people by shoulders change things make turbulence make things happen people don't like it haters will come out and attack you but always remember that the higher you climb the ladder of success the less you will be liked and you know you have to look at this as an evidence of progress and evidence of success instead of crying over what people think or say about you or what the news articles say about you or your brand or your company and let me tell you something about this the news doesn't publish something about you or about your company unless you are somebody or something of significance so when they do that it means that what that you matter so as long as you know in your heart that you're doing something that is positive helpful you're serving you're making a positive impact in the community that you live in see those signs as signs of progress signs of success not as a negative signs and let's put it this way if all the people around you all the people around you are happy with what you're doing then let me tell you you're not doing a great work or a great job because you're not pushing the boundaries you're not pushing the edges of the comfort zone in order to do something great you need to push further than the boundaries outside of the comfort zone so when people starts to dislike you you will find a lot of them so when you see a lot of people around you dislike you look at the mirror smile and say i must be shaking things up and give a big smile let's talk about warning number 3 you will be laughed at i remember the time when people told me the success or success is not in your dna it pissed me off i hated this and i hated it for a reason and the reason was they made a decision for me that i couldn't do for myself they decided that i can't be successful it was decided by them and now i would love love to get their email addresses of all these people and send them copies of my success being featured in all publications around the world and here is the thing einstein was considered slow edison or thomas edison was considered stupid or lazy richard branson was called either also a stupid or a lazy and his head teacher told him you will be either in prison you'll end up in prison or you become a millionaire but richard branson proved him wrong on both counts he became a billionaire so there is a reality when you leave the herd they will ignore you then you decide to press on a little bit they will laugh at you because it makes them feel better feel good then they will try to fight you if you pressed more because you started to make them feel bad look bad but i promise you at the end 
you will win. At the end, it is you, and it's only you who will get the what? The last laugh. Always remember that. When you're waving from the top of the mountain, having your kick-ass life, and you're able to send your children and grandchildren to the best universities in the world and send them to the best vacation spots in the world and you make donations to the charities that you choose, it's you who ultimately get the last laugh. Remember that. Warning number four, the last warning. When you step out of the herd, you will be alone. Entrepreneurial journey or becoming an entrepreneur is a lonely journey. And I warn you about that. So you need to make things that makes you happy. You need to do things that makes you proud. You don't need to impress anyone. You don't need to impress your family, your friends. You don't need to revenge on your friends or on your family. You need to succeed for you. Instead of you're trying to succeed for somebody else or even for the commercial media that you need to live in, in this house drive this car, have this watch, or even you're trying to succeed because of the Jones. I need, I need this car because they have it. My neighbor has this car. Or I need to live in this house because my neighbor has this house. Travel to this place because my friend traveled there. You need to succeed for yourself. Life will pass by you, and at the end, you will feel miserable. Remember, you need to succeed for yourself. And in order to succeed for yourself, there is one thing you can do now. It's to define what success is to you, not to anybody else. What success is to you? As humans, as people, as alphas, we have different meaning of success. Some people can say that their success is, I want to be the best father for my children, the best father in the world. And this can be not impressive to you, but it's impressive to him. So you need to start to sit down, think, what is success for you? What success means to you? And write it down. Because let me tell you one thing. 90% of people I speak to, when I ask them this question, they go numb. They have no answer. But they want to be successful. But you can't be something without defining it. So sit down now, define what success means. Write it down. Until episode three of the Alpha Talks podcast. That wraps another inspiring episode of today's show. I hope that this episode has ignited your inner alpha and left you feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to conquer any challenge that comes your way. Remember, alphas aren't born, they're made. It isn't about dominating others. It's about embracing your authenticity, leading with integrity, and making a positive impact on the world. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Alpha Talks on your favorite podcast platform. Leave us a review and share the podcast with your fellow alphas. Also connect with us on social media at Safer Hakim. Share your thoughts, insight, and stories of personal and business growth with us. Let's create a movement of alphas supporting one another. The world needs more alphas like you, exactly. Until next time, stay bold, stay driven, and stay alpha.